We want to acknowledge that Carleton University and the other locations where we make this podcast are on traditional, unceded Algonquin territory. On this inaugural episode, we try to explain what the show will be about. And we talk about where the idea of having a sociology and anthropology focused podcast comes from. We share with you a special presentation we prepared to help celebrate 50 years of sociology and anthropology at Carleton University. I'm Philip Primo. And I'm Billy Flynn, and this is The Department Podcast. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for joining us on The Department Podcast. Maybe you're driving or vacuuming or washing dishes, or maybe you have your feet up against the wall relaxing, or maybe you've decided this will be your only focus for the next little while. Whatever else you may or may not be doing, it really means a lot to us that you've chosen to spend some time listening. We certainly enjoyed putting this inaugural episode together, and I hope that you enjoy it as well. Since this is a new show, we kind of have carte blanche here, Billy, and we don't know exactly uh, where this is going to go. We do have some intentions for the show, uh, some hopes, dreams, desires even maybe. Yeah, uh, basically it's like um, writing a thesis. We're prepared. We have some rough ideas about what the show is going to be about, where we want it to go. It's definitely coming together. And uh, over the next few weeks, uh, hopefully it'll congeal into um, an interesting podcast. So you and I have had this discussion, Billy, but one of the intentions for the show is to shed light on the sociology anthropology department at Carleton University. But we also want to go beyond that as well, right? Absolutely, yeah. So, I mean, the main focus of the show will be people, places, and things happening in the department. Uh, But we're also going to, uh, you know, branch out into other departments, uh, over to Carleton in general, and also into Ottawa and the broader community as well. So we say that this podcast is about teaching and learning, Mm -hmm. but... One of our intentions is to go outside of the classroom, beyond the classroom, so to speak, and to show the work that academics, professors, and the university does beyond the walls, beyond the confines of academia as well. Absolutely, yeah. So, um, you know, when you think about uh, the interesting things that people are doing in relation to uh, community work, uh, community-engaged sociology, uh, the the degree of activism that uh, a lot of faculty, grad students have uh, with community groups, not just in Ottawa, but internationally as well. Uh, there's a lot of really interesting stuff happening mm-hmm. in the department and hopefully uh, we'll be able to cover at least some of that uh, over the next few weeks. Yeah. And I think this is a good time to start a podcast because we are coming off the heels of the Department of Sociology and Anthropology 50th anniversary celebration And uh, actually, to kick off this episode, this Episode Zero Mystery Tour, we'd like to invite you to listen in on presentation Billy and I put together to showcase some of the people and some of the things that are going on in that department. But just to put this presentation into context, uh, it was part of a larger series of events. Yeah, absolutely. So there was a bunch of different events happening. Uh, The one where we did the presentation was uh, the sort of the the big uh, the big day of all of those where a lot of different things came together, you know. Uh, but yeah, there's uh, it's 50th anniversary of, of the Department of Sociology. Uh, it's the 75th anniversary of Carleton University. So it's, uh, you know, birthdays all around, basically. Birthdays all around, mm-hmm. including ours, as this is like episode zero, right? Sure. Yeah, why not? 
Um, before we get into that birthday presentation celebration, uh, I'd like to tell everyone how you can get a hold of us. You can email us at info at departmentpodcast.ca. We are at Department Pod on Twitter. We have a website, www.departmentpodcast.ca. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, your favorite podcast apps. Like us, leave us comments, leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you as we get this show going. We really hope that you take a few minutes and send us your suggestions for segments. What do you want to hear? What do you want us to talk about? Or maybe you have something to say about sociology, anthropology. Also, a big thank you to Carleton University's Department of Sociology and Anthropology for sponsoring this podcast and making it possible. Some really great things are going on in the department, and I am so proud and honored to be part of it through this show. So let's get on with it. What's the work that we're doing? Like, why are we doing what we do? And mostly it's like, expand the expressive and interpretive capacity of the worlds that we're in. Sociology and anthropology has been noted for as really is the continuity. Throughout, it's always been deemed to be a good place to work and an interesting place to work. The best thing about anthropology, and this must be true of sociology too, is even terrible experiences are interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, you'd be in this meeting, that's like the worst meeting you've ever been at, and can think to yourself, why is this meeting so bad? <laughs> Guess at the characters and how this, how this thing came to be this way. The students, the recruitment of graduate students has always been, we've always been able to pick. You know, there's, it's been an attractive place for graduate students. This passes on from generation to generation of graduate students because the incoming ones talk to the current ones and they say, yeah, this is, you can survive here. You can thrive in this environment. So that is uh, only possible by having a good reputation among the current students that you're going to get new ones. But one thing I can say is that if you move to Ottawa from Sudbury, you experience Ottawa as a booming metropolis with an outstanding public transit system, wonderful restaurants that are open for a long time, uh, uh, lots of just like so many people and activity. So this is an atypical experience of Ottawa, I've come to understand. But I love Ottawa. Like it's really, um, it's only two failings, I think, are that it doesn't have any meaningful mountains and it has no ocean. So, you know, it does the best that it can with what it has, um, which is a good phrase for Ottawa. I was hired in 1994. Uh, I'd been quite interested in coming to Carleton uh, for a long time before that. I applied for a job at Carleton in 1983, uh, but th three years after I defended my PhD. And I went to work uh, in the archives in Ottawa for two years on a state formation project. And I was hanging around uh, the department occasionally. I knew uh, Diva Stasiulis, who'd been a year behind me in the graduate program at uh, the University of Toronto. She invited me to give a paper. I gave a paper, which was okay. Met the chair and so on. And the chair knew that I was interested in moving, partly because my partner was working in Montreal and commuting from Waterloo to Montreal is not a summer vacation. I can't really do a crossword puzzle here, for example. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. not like I'm super great at them anyway, but there's just, you just sort of know it's a good, yeah, and, they're, and crossword puzzles have their own culture too. But there's like, you know what the answer is, even though it doesn't make sense. And so it's not like I can break the code and tell you, well, I figured out this is the thing. But constantly puzzling about that, but also feeling clearer 
for all that I'm an anthropologist already, that that's how the world works, that it relies on these things we take for granted, that there's no way you can know about unless you do something different. Citizenship, I, the, the notion I had was that from the beginning, even as a as graduate student observing what was going on in the department and throughout, it was a sense that of uh, that people had an obligation to manage uh, the department, to govern the department. And so you, people would take on the important roles of a chair and graduate supervisor, undergraduate supervisor, these, these various tasks of uh, promotion and tenure committees, participate in the committees. Even if you're never going to be the chair, you should still maybe chair the, the uh, undergraduate committee, graduate committee, personnel committee, uh, those kinds of engage. So there was always an engagement in the affairs of the department. Organized uh, on the basis of the John Porter leadership of many years before, where people were doing all sorts of things, but political economy, social stratification, social inequality, were sort of the interchange amongst things. And the things that have been subsequently spun off across the university, like human rights, women's studies, communication studies, and so on, used to be things that were housed in sociology uh, as sort of this mixed juxtaposition around questions of inequality, you know. Quite a few people from the department have gone on to senior administrative roles. Dennis Forsey's, uh, John Porter, myself. But there, there have been a lot of, uh, of sociologists and uh, I don't know so much anthropologists seem to be wiser in this respect. Although Blair, Blair got pulled out more into African studies, sensible things, okay? And I would have seen political economy as pulled out into a sensible thing, uh, not into really hardcore administration. I didn't have that much experience supervising graduate students. It does, uh, it does demand uh, certain kinds of craft aptitudes. And indeed, I think the two people who mentored me most were Alan Hunt and, and Wally Clement. And basically, Hunt was really, really eager to have me there, partly to have somebody to talk to, but also somebody to be second reader on all the theses that he was summarizing. So. And then Wally Clement, too, had the same sort of thing. You know, he's an incredibly prolific and successful supervisor, but of course, supervision is a team. One of the things that I like, I think a lot of us in the department have a commitment to, you know, a particular practice of pedagogy as liberatory, right? And as a, a space in which we can be not assuming that we know what people are, what they know, what they need to learn, what they're going to become. In those areas that I research in, human-animal relations, post-humanism, nature, all that stuff, there's sort of recognition that sci-fi and fantasy is a good, actually in an anthropology in general, sci-fi and fantasy is a place where our culture works this stuff out that's not you know, identical to the way academics work it out, but is quite related to it. The imagining of other worlds is not very different than the going to them. And and the, the way that they sort of guess at all those things is usually, um, in the good ones, much more than a silly reflection. Like, just it's not just our society as they understand it translated into something else. It's an experiment with how things might be different, um, creative, and that's, you know, that is how culture is made. Science fiction isn't imagining the future, it's it's offering a way to understand the present. But at the same time, there's been this 
really lovely uh, tendency emerging from people. And they've been really saying, look, every social movement is science fiction. It's trying to create something that doesn't yet exist. It's trying to imagine a world beyond the world that's being offered to us, which I think is also what we do fundamentally sociologically, right? We say, what is this world that we're in? And what does it mean for us to imagine that this isn't the way it has to be, that the world could be otherwise that it is? So it might be that however we do that, this is how we do it. It's maybe a little sad that in academia, we also spend so much time writing email and going to meetings. I think there's a large network of uh, graduates out there that have made a, a, a real difference in the world in which in which they inhabit in, in a whole bunch of really, really different spheres. Uh, many of our MA students do a sociology degree and then up doing something completely different, but not because their sociology degree is useless for them, but because, you know, they've, they've thought things through in some kinds of ways or they've got attracted to things that they wouldn't otherwise have done. Canadian society in some ways has, has, has benefited from uh, Carleton Sociology's critical engagement with questions of social inequality. It's not that uh, you caused anything, but you enabled things. And I think that the department has enabled some just incredible set of people to go out into the world. Some of the most successful students have gone into jobs in commissions, uh, uh, government jobs. So from the beginning, I think that Carleton, uh, because of its uh, Ottawa location, has really been a great opportunity at the graduate level for, for jobs. So that's, that's one of the big legacies of the, of the department. And then later in life, you know, pick up the questions that might have been worth doing earlier on. Or, you know, it's a life, it's, it works as lifelong learning. Yeah. Maybe that's its contribution to the world. It's created people who engage in lifelong learning. So that was the audio from the 50th birthday anniversary of the Sociology Anthropology Department. It was held at the Dominion Chalmers Centre, which is this uh, really nice, renovated, um, no longer a church uh, in downtown Ottawa. And basically, um, the Faculty of Arts and Social Science now have that as a kind of a base, community base for a lot of stuff that was happening in the community and in the department as well and in the university. Um, so the audio and the event itself was last September. Um, and the presentation itself, that 10 minute clip that you heard, uh, it didn't really occur in a vacuum. It was one smaller part of a larger schedule of birthday events in the Dominion, Ch in the Dominion Chalmers Centre uh, scheduled for that day that really centred around a talk by the Indigenous scholar Vanessa Watts uh, in particular. And then after that, uh, we gathered in another room where we heard and saw uh, the audio clip as well. And what you won't realise because you're listening to this and you're just listening to the audio is that it was basically accompanied by a series of photographs um, that contained many people, past and present, who make up the sociology and anthropology department. Faculty, grad students, undergrads, admin staff, uh, retirees, and so on and so forth. So the clips from Danielle and Alexis were part of long-form interview that uh, we had a chance to do uh, with Alexis and Danielle. And as a listener, you're going to be able to experience those in their full length on this show in the next coming weeks. Absolutely. And um, the clips that you heard from from Bruce Curtins um, and Wally Clement. <laughs> Curtis. I Curtis. Mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
sorry, okay, Bruce Curtis and Molly Clement, uh, they were part of uh, a departmental oral histories project. Um, you know, we interviewed uh, Wally and Bruce about their, you know, very extensive experience in the department uh, over the last, you know, 25 to 40 years. Uh, so it's pretty interesting stuff. Uh, it was a very long interview. Uh, we actually went down to Bruce Curtis's cottage uh, down in Ontario, southern Ontario, and uh, Wallace Clement was good enough to invite us into his lovely home. You know, very different kind of context, but uh, we're going to use those in a kind of a in a in a way in this podcast. Hopefully, will pique your interest. It was really kind of fascinating for me to do a little bit of archival research uh, around the people, the places, and the sort of things that the department has done because. Right from the start, I got the sense that it was always or has always been an engaged department. They've always seemed to be doing things inside and outside of the classroom. Uh, did you get that sense, Billy? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's one of the things I like about the department. Uh, I've been there myself for just over three years. And uh, for me, it's a, it's kind of a, an unusual, an interesting and unusual place in that sense that uh, you do have so many people who are engaged in different ways in the community, in activism, in scholarly work, in a whole range of creative work as well. So I think the theme of engagement has many different applications and, and uh, sort of uses uh, by people in there as well. Yeah. And that was a common theme that came up when we spoke to the people who uh, you just heard uh, in those clips as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, you know, uh, Bruce Curtis and Wally Clement, they were talking about, you know, the department's engagement with uh you know, various forms of inequality, uh, you know, and the scholarly study of that. Uh, and also Alexis and Danielle talking about, you know, very in a very interesting way about how social science fiction and science fiction in general uh, can be used as a way of imagining, uh, you know, alternative futures uh, and also a way of uh, kind of thinking about uh, issues in relation to culture, social movements, activism and stuff like that as well. And uh, one of the things that we will be focusing on as well is the work uh, that these people do. Um, you know, academics aren't all just about teaching and research. Uh, do work, you know, outside of that as well. Uh, hobbies, for example, uh, you know, key interests, um, but also the, the sort of work that goes into reading, writing, uh, teaching, and really becoming lifelong learners. Absolutely. Um you know, when you think about outside of the traditional box of, you know, uh, academic work, uh, you know, people are engaged in uh, developing courses that use theatre as a form of uh, pedagogy and a form of uh, teaching people about oppression. Uh, there's people teaching courses on uh, audio and comic related stuff as well. People teaching courses and doing courses out in the community uh, that have students, undergrad students, uh, going out working for different community groups as well. So there's a bunch of different sort of non-traditional sort of uh, ways of doing sociology and anthropology. And uh, hopefully, uh, you know, we'll give you a taste of that in the coming coming months. Yeah, I'm really excited to uh, get to meet uh, some new faculty as well from the department, people who uh, I don't know. I, I've been around in Carleton for a long time now, but... Um, there are new people who are doing really interesting stuff. Uh, so we want to bring those stories and more to you. Absolutely, yeah. So, um, you know, the department has changed a lot over the years. We've had a bunch of new faculty in, including myself, uh, over, you know, say the last three to four years. Uh, and people are doing all sorts of stuff. So, uh, you know, hopefully we can uh, entice a few people in, maybe bribe them, pay them, you know, get them in here in some way uh, that they can share their ideas, what they're about and, uh, you know, how they see themselves and the world around them too. Uh, we'll be talking to a bunch of people, uh, undergrad students, grad students, faculty, 
hopefully maybe some admin uh, people as well, community members about the different types of work they do and, and how they do it. Uh, from talking about the agony and the ecstasy of writing a thesis, activism and community work, you know, to discussions about Netflix shows, graphic novels and Ottawa history. We're looking at some of the interesting pedagogy that's happening in our department and around campus. I don't think I'm wrong in saying this, but 2020 is going to be an exciting year for sociology and anthropology. 2020 is going to be a good year, actually. Uh, I think it's going to be a good year. I'm excited about it, and uh, hopefully the podcast uh, will will be a part of that uh, in some important ways. I hope so as well. Um, this is going to bring us to conclude episode zero, Mystery Tour. Another reminder of how you can get into contact with us. You can email us at info at departmentpodcast.ca. Follow us on Twitter at departmentpod. Head on over to our website, www.departmentpodcast.ca. There you will find some additional stuff as we grow this podcast and add content for you. Our next episode, episode one, seminars and social science fiction will be up soon on the feed. Make sure to hit subscribe on iTunes podcast, Google podcast, Stitcher, wherever else you grab your podcast so you can get all the material when it comes out. And hey, thanks for listening. Thank you.